Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lay Lisa, Lisa Show. I think we might need to come up with something different. Okay. Well, we'll work on it okay. for a future podcast. Yeah. Welcome back everybody. Uh, I think we're on now what would be episode four? Five. five. Five of nine. It was four of eight. Five of nine on Catholic social teaching. I believe, Layperson Lisa, you called for an extra session yes. on relativism yes. and on examination of conscience. Forming so your conscience. Forming your conscience. Although examination of your conscience is a good habit to have. For forming your conscience. For forming, yes. All right. Good so time. I'm turning it over to you since you have all of the information. <laughs> oh boy, okay. So relativism is, we discussed it last week very briefly, that uh, there's the truth and then there's my personal truth. So um, it is actually one of the greatest evils of society. Uh, because Pope Benedict XVI says, relativism is a dictatorship which does not recognize anything as for certain and which has its highest goal, one's own ego and one's own desires. So it, it attacks our own capacity to seek and know the truth, especially the moral truth. Well, Lisa, St. John Paul II, Yes. he said that our ability to choose, okay, to, and, and to have freedom is not doing what we want to do, which is sort of maybe living out some of those relative truths that we have, but it's actually doing what is right. The true freedom is found in doing what is right, which, yeah. as we have said, is inscribed on our heart through the natural law, how we learn by forming our consciences, and, and that is true freedom. But many, many uh, people think that freedom is being able to do what you want to do. Right when it's really exactly the opposite. Right, right. So let's give an example. Do you have one? Well, give me a, a, a church teaching. A church teaching, okay. Um, how about on uh, contraception? Okay, well, so say I didn't want to have any children and I wasn't open to um, life when God grants it to me, then I would use contraception. I don't see anything that's wrong with that. Well, that's creating your own truth. Then. Exactly. Right, because remember, as we said earlier about uh, marriage and uh, what's important about a marriage is to be open to creation and then mutually self-giving. Yes. And so when you use contraception, you are not open to having life. Exactly. And that gets to natural family planning, which I don't know if that's off topic right now, but <laughs> natural family planning can be very challenging for people, but there are methods by which uh, people can responsibly um, uh, engage with one another or not engage with one another at Based the appropriate on time. The right. Cycle. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. we can do it. Yeah. Put me on the spot there, layperson Lisa. Sorry. That's okay. Get, see how I feel? I, I absolutely see how you feel. <laughs> and then Bishop Robert Barron also says I so look like him. You should get some um, like dark glasses like him, and then you can say, Hi, everybody. I'm a special guest on the Deacon Dave. I'm not going to impersonate you. <laughs> Just Bishop kidding, Bishop Barron. Thanks for watching. Yes. <laughs> so, he might be watching. You never know. Probably. So um, years ago, there was a song by Christina Aguilera called um, Beautiful. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Bishop Robert Barron says that, um, you know, the, ver the words are, I am beautiful in every single way and words can't bring me down. So he, uh, he says, look at so many of the debates today. The attitude that is winning is one of self-invention and self-assertion. Who are you to tell me how to behave? Right. 
And that's how we end up creating our own relative truths. Exactly. So in all of this, we are fundamentally looking away from our guilt, our fault, and our darkness. We are effectively drugging ourselves, dulling the pain of real self-consciousness. In the process, we turn ourselves into God, pretending to be absolute, flawless, and impervious to criticism. Impervious to criticism, I like that. Impervious, that's, a, that's like this concrete that we're... We're, we're sitting on right now that's an impervious surface oh, it, doesn't, really? it doesn't let anything through ah, okay. that's what it meant a pervious surface means it lets I'm an engineer so oh, okay it lets a certain amount of water go through yeah that's very has nothing to do with relativism <laughs> but it's impervious it has to do with Bishop Barron's quote we should really actually just be a, an open vessel for God's grace yes. in our lives. And this really does get back to uh, rights and responsibilities when you get down to it. We have a yeah. responsibility to live out the truth and to not live out what we think is our own truth. Right. And sometimes that can be tough. Yeah. Because it's not always comfortable to it's live also, out the real truth. Right. And it's also often not accepted by society. Yes, that would be correct. Yeah. So what other stuff do you have there about relativism? Well, I also have, um, there's a show on Netflix, um, Dexter, which is, I think, a good example of relativism. What? It is. So he's a blood spatter uh, forensic scientist, and he, you know, seems like a good guy in the office. He brings in donuts, and, you know, that's his day job. And then at night, he finds out, or, so during his day job, he'll find out who is guilty, and then he'll go and kill him. So he's making his own moral code. So the Deacon Dave and layperson Lisa show is in no way endorsing Netflix or Dexter on Netflix. I'm just using that as an example. But it's an example that we can create. Our, you know, the, the the end doesn't justify the mean doesn't just the end doesn't justify the means. Right. So just because someone's guilty doesn't mean that we should enter into mortal sin. Right. Right. And take care of it ourselves. Exactly. That's, that's so that's why I thought it was a good example. You got this tonight. So okay. What else do you have? Well, I thought now we can. Um, so relative activism is all about forming our own conscience so I thought we could talk about that now so Lisa how do you form your conscience uh, sacraments prayer uh, reading the Bible reading spiritual books which sacraments in particular do you use the Eucharist to... and reconciliation okay so how does the Eucharist help you with uh, forming your conscience it grants me graces from God well, every, every sacrament gives us grace, right? Yes. Um, and hopefully if we're receiving Jesus, then when we leave the church, we're called to go out and be who we receive. Yes. Yeah, because when we receive Jesus, we're, we're never, we're as close as we possibly could be to him. And so, if, yeah, in, in that case, that should propel us to hopefully yeah, go out like and do the right thing. Yeah, like gives you strength and... To, to live out the real truth. Exactly. Now, what about what other sacraments? Reconciliation. Okay, how does that one help you in forming your conscience? Because you... Do an examination of conscience before you um, go, and you can be like reviewing your uh, light or the light your life since the last time you went. Right. And be, uh, oh, I shouldn't have done that. So. Well, here's the other thing too. So reconciliation can form our consciences. I totally agree, but we can also kind of start to engage in uh, some level of relativism in our examination of conscience by saying, "Well, that's really not that bad." It, I, I didn't mean it in that way. Yeah. I, and, and all of a sudden, you're talking yourself out of even going to reconciliation. Oh, no, that's terrible. I mean, it can happen, right? It can right? happen, true, true, Or true. if you've done something that maybe you don't particularly want to share with uh, um, your confessor, then 
you might want to talk yourself out of it. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Because it, it might it might feel humiliating, and these are all things that the devil does. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, because the devil preys on our feelings. Yes, and our fear. And our fear, yes. Right. Yes, he instills a lot of doubt and fear into us. Very much so. Yeah. So I think the important thing is is to remember that reconciliation is not really about what you did wrong. It's about God's forgiveness. It's about reconciling yourself with God who we are going to spend all of eternity with. And so that should really take primary reasoning for why we go to reconciliation. Yeah. Is to receive God's mercy, which just like the prodigal son, he is always waiting for us on the... To take the first step towards him. Right, he's waiting on the porch of the confessional, waiting oh, for yeah. us. And then he will come and run out and get us. Yes. Yeah, and, nice. and, and so it's very beautiful that God always is wanting uh, for us to be in perfect relationship with him. Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts on how you form your conscience? No, I've already told you. So I how think, about you? Well, watching the Deacon Dave and Layperson Lisa show could help you in forming your conscience. <laughs> True. <laughs> right? Doing a daily examine of what you have done that day. Uh, one of the things we learned uh, in, in Deacon formation was is to ask yourself, okay, well, what did it... What, what happened today? Who was I and where was God? And just that idea of, of really looking back and seeing what you could have done differently. And I can tell you for me, every single day, there's multiple things that I could have done differently. And then ask God for the grace to do better tomorrow. Because yeah. God is present in, uh, in and through the day. Mm -hmm. And during those times where we may be tempted to do things that we know are wrong, is to ask for his strength. Say, come Holy Spirit. Yes. Or get behind me, Satan. Or yeah, both. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Get behind me, Satan. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and Satan, he'll he'll try to pop up anywhere he can. Yeah, when I'm having a really bad day, I say, I say that. Were you having a really bad day today? No, it wasn't too bad. Okay. I was a little Because when I saw you frazzled. earlier, you seemed a little frazzled. I was a little frazzled today. Okay. But it wasn't terrible. So it's important to uh, live out the authentic truth, which is Jesus. Okay, yes. That is the only truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Right. And so we're called to follow him. And his teaching. Right. And we really need to study um, the Bible, the Ten Commandments, um, get involved, involved in a Bible study group, uh, listen to informative podcasts. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's a lot of good ones out there. Yeah. Uh, that we both listen to, like um, Father Mike Schmidt yes. and um, the Lanky Guys. The Lanky Guys. Like. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's there's lots out there. Um, so get involved in some things that uh, continue to uh, help you grow closer to God. And here's the thing: the closer you get to God, the more you examine your conscience, the more you are aware of those areas that you need to work on. Yeah. And yeah. I think the easier you can identify when you did something wrong, like, ooh. No, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. There's absolutely no doubt about that. So the closer you get to God, the more the light shines on you, and the more you see those little crevices, if you will, of maybe false truths that you're still living out. Mm -hmm. And so ask God to enter into those. Yeah. Well, I think we've done well. Yeah. I'm Deacon Dave. Only person Lisa. We'll see you next time. Bye.